Racing Nation with James O'Shea. Thanks for joining us on Racing Nation. Sandown caps off what has been a big seven days of racing in Victoria. So nine races set down for decision. Sandown this Saturday. Let's see if we can help you find a few winners on the program. Joining us now with thanks to Hogan's family jewellers. He's from the puntingbaron.com.au. He is the punting baron himself, Shane Matthews. How are you? Very good, James. How are you, mate? Good, you're tuned up, ready to go. Not that we're looking past Saturday, but next week's a big one on the calendar for many race goers. Yeah, what do they call it? The bull or something, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Minor, minor matter. Uh, yes, no, certainly looking forward to it. It's kind of come up really quickly, I think, with all the public holidays this month and Easter and whatnot. It kind of snuck up very quickly, but it's certainly uh, dawning now that it's very close, so... Uh, looking forward to heading down there on Monday for the big three-day carnival, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And as you said, it's just been a heap of racing in Victoria. We had the Good Friday meeting at Sale, then public holiday racing Easter Monday, Anzac Day. and got Warrnambool next week. So they're all really strong meetings. And as a result, probably not the strongest meeting this Saturday at Sandown Hillside. It's not a bad meeting by... Uh, any stretch, but certainly not the strength that we've probably been used to on Saturdays mm. in Melbourne in recent times, and with really good racing in the state, certainly an excellent meeting up your way at Eagle Farm, uh, big meeting in Adelaide, uh, so we've got quite a few dual acceptors even as we uh, speak on Thursday, so uh, for those listening Saturday morning, certainly check the scratchings, because there are a few dual acceptors, and uh, to throw... <laughs> Throw even uh, more down into the mix. We've got uh, 35 mils of rain forecast on Friday night. Uh, so it looks like we could be operating on a soft, uh, pretty soft track at Sandown Hillside on Saturday. But the beautiful thing about that Sandown Hillside, a lovely surface, uh, typically gives all horses their chances, even if there is a bit of rain about. Uh, so it should still race well, even if we do get into that soft range. Okay, so that, uh, yeah, so it's it's one where obviously we have to tread with a bit of caution, so weather-wise plays a part in it as well, dual acceptors, all the rest of it, but let's see what we can do, let's see if you can help us find a few winners on the program, we're going to have to be patient, we're going to go to the back end of the card, we're going to look at races 7, 8 and 9. Shut up and say it's a good one for the quaddy takers. But anyway, seven, eight, nine. Let's see if we can help the punters nail the quaddy here at Sandown. So we'll start in the seventh. The tile importer handicap. This one is over the mile for the three-year-olds. Your thoughts here? Yeah, good race. Probably one of the better races of the day. A few promising three-year-olds going around here. Looking probably down towards the bottom of the page, uh, number nine, Flash Feeling, has run into a couple of smart ones at his last two starts. He ran into Detonator Jacket here on this track two starts ago, a uh, horse from the bar in Eustace camp that's unbeaten and going through his grades quite nicely. And then was pretty stiff not to win the last race at Caulfield a couple of weeks ago behind Son of Emperor, uh, beating home Glint of Hope and Fortunate Kiss, who we see go around in a group one in Adelaide on Saturday. Uh, flash feeling just didn't really get a clear crack at them in the straight, got out late uh, and only just failed to reel in Son of Emperor. Can certainly argue with a touch more luck, he probably wins that race. Uh, his maiden win come on a soft track. Uh, he draws gate one here. He looks to map quite well rolling forward and sitting just off the speed. Uh, I have to admit I was pretty surprised he wasn't favourite in the race uh, when the markets went up. Uh, Based off the strength of that last start win, uh, Bell, uh, 
last start run. Belle Savoir come up favourite. I thought she had every chance uh, in her last start effort at Caulfield where she was a beaten favourite. Uh, she's come up around the 370 mark. Flash feeling around the $5 mark. Uh, I think that's a pretty good bet at that price. I think he's going to be the one to beat. The other horse in the race I think you can have something on is number 12, Telequa. Now, Telequa started favourite at debut and was beaten narrowly by Flash Feeling. So you can tie the form in there. Telequa then started a very short price favourite at uh, Pakenham and beat Shandon Burge, who also goes around in this race. Shandon Burge won its maiden subsequent to that, and Korobaniki, who ran third in that race, also won its maiden subsequent to that. So I think Telek was a pretty smart horse. Uh, I mean, started 2.40 favourite on debut, $1.40 favourite last start. Uh, it was a workmanlike performance last start. She's a filly by Tarzino. Uh, that was, both her runs have been over 1,400. She looks as if she's going to relish the step up for the mile here. Uh, from gate 10, I think she'll roll forward for Patrick Maloney around the 7 to $8 mark. I think she's a pretty good bet. It's a pretty good two-bet play, I think, here. Flash Feeling and Telequa. Uh, I think one of the two will win race 7, numbers 9 and 12. Let's go to race number 8 on the program here. And the 8th from Sandown this weekend is the Ladbrokes Anniversary Vars. It's over 1,400 metres, a quality listed race. Thoughts here? Yeah, this is uh, this is a pretty tricky race. I, I thought the favourites were very short in the market in regards Marie and Buffalo River. Regards Marie, obviously, very good last week, winning at uh, Caulfield, beating Lombardo and the Astrologist. Uh, I just... I've had a look at his run prior at Bendigo uh, behind Flasher, and he finished eighth that day, and a horse in this race called Biometric beat him home and... Beat him home narrowly, but beat him home on his merits. Biometric's gone up $31 here. Uh, yeah, that's right. I'll just double-check. Oh, yeah, around $31.34, Mark. Uh, and regards, Marie's $4. Uh, slight little weight advantage in the favour of Biometric. Uh, I just thought Biometric draws wide here, maps a little bit awkwardly. Uh, at the price... Uh, I was pretty happy to take him on and have something on biometric around that $34 mark. The other, There's two other horses in the race I also want to back. Number 12, Beaufort Park, is going very, very well for the new stable. So he did a fair bit of racing up in Queensland previously. Uh, his three runs this time in have all contained a bit of merit. He was good first up over 1,200 metres down the straight at Flemington late. Uh, he then had little luck behind Paperboy at Caulfield two starts back and then was very good again last Saturday behind Sokarangi in the first race. Again, not having the best of luck. Uh, was pretty much blocked all the way down the straight there. Got out with about 50 metres to go and got through the line well. Stays down in the weights with 54 kilos, draws nicely for Fred Kersley and has a good record on soft ground and obviously a very good record at 1,400 metres. Around the 15... The $20 mark, I thought he could run well. And the other one at big odds, I could have something on his number six, Zigfield. Uh, he's a former Godolphin runner. His best runs have come when fresh and on soft ground. And a race where there doesn't look to be a whole heap of speed, obviously Buffalo River's going to push forward. I thought he could come across and land pretty close to the speed. And if he was still with Godolphin... I doubt he'd be sitting at the odds he is now around that 26 to $31 mark. So he's going to roll forward. I thought he could give some cheek first up for the new stable. Uh, so just a few for the wider players there. Uh, 
Buffalo River first up, I think a little bit of a risk. Uh, his jump outs have been okay, but he's been a bit hard to catch in recent times. And regards Marie, uh, while good last start, was pretty ordinary two starts back. So based on that, just looking for a few wide in the market in uh, mainly Beaufort Park and then Biometric and Zigfield. Okay, so some options there and some options at good prices that uh, we can work with there in the 8th. What about the ninth? So the ninth race on the card this weekend from Sandown. It is the lucky last on the program, the Thoroughbred Club Handicap. This one over the mile, it's a benchmark 78. Yeah, potential for the market to change a little bit here depending on where Eagles Crag goes, who has come up uh, pretty short in the early markets, uh, this horse from the RC Alexander camp. He's lightly raced. Uh, he's got a lot of ability. He's also jumped out. Uh, he's also jumped out quite well. Uh, but his big failure came when on a heavy track at Caulfield. He failed that day. So just be interesting whether they still come here with him. Either way, first up late in the day on what could be a testing surface, I'd be pretty keen to take him on. Uh, Sir Davy, on the other hand, is fit. Is in form. Is flying. Uh, pretty keen to be with it. I uh, would have thought there might have been a race at the bull for it, but they've come here um, a little bit early. Uh, he just looks to have hit his straps, this horse. Uh, he's always shown a good amount of ability. Uh, all his runs this time in have been really good, but his last two wins have, have been excellent. He's come from what looked like impossible positions, uh, Warrnambool and Sandown Lakeside last start. Actually, Sandown Lakeside last start, he would have been big odds on Betfair on the home corner, I think, because he looked like he was going nowhere, but he ended up winning quite comfortably. Uh, that was his first go at the mile. So the good sign there was how strong he was through the line at the end of the mile. Uh, Linda Meach rides. As I said, Sandown Hillside, big, long, straight, soft track, don't think the wide draw is going to be any disadvantage by this stage of the day. So I think he can run really well to Davy. I think he can win again. Uh, the other horse I want to have something on is number 14, Vitruvius. Got a bit of time for this horse. He's lightly raced. Uh, he's shown good ability in his career so far. Thought his first up run at Bendigo was very good. Form in, out of that race could be a little bit questionable. It was, they went over the line in a bunch finish. Uh, but given he was only first up, he really savaged the line strongly. Uh, he looks well-placed here second up. He draws nicely for Brett Preble. Uh, if he can sit that little bit closer to the speed and find clear air, he's going to be in front of Sir Davey in the run, I dare say. Uh, if Brett Preble can get him to the right part of the track, he should improve into this second up and uh, will appreciate getting up to the mile. Uh, I think he'll be pretty hard to beat around the 7 or $8 mark. So, again, pretty confident two-bet play there with Sir Davey and Vitruvius in the last. Okay, that's your thoughts there on the last three races on the program. So, so you can subscribe to the Punning Baron for all of the thoughts from the team. But now just recapping here, so we go Sandown, race seven. You know, a, a two-bet, you've got a few of these today, two-bet players. Number nine, yeah. Flash Feeling, and number 12, Taliqua. Go to the eights. And the horses we've listed here were 10 Biometric, 12 Beaufort Park and 6 Zigfield. But just remember, you mentioned in the order of Beaufort Park would be your on top of those three, correct? Or correct, that's correct, yeah. yeah. So Beaufort Park is here on top of those. And then the lucky last, uh, we can work around 6 Sir Davy and 14 Vitruvius. What is the best of the best on the program? I think at the odds, each way, race 8, number 12, Beaufort Park. I think this horse is going very well. 
Uh, he's got a bit of fitness on his side over a couple of key rivals. If he gets a little bit of luck in running on Saturday down in the weight, I think he's going to give you a great sight. So a bit of a price, and for the each-way punters, race eight, number 12, Beaufort Park. Beaufort Park, the best on at the program. As I mentioned, puntingbaron.com.au. We've talked about Warrnambool, all the other racing that's coming up. Good time to subscribe. Uh, very good time to subscribe. We're going far and wide this weekend, so we'll obviously have the big uh, email and website preview for Sandown Hillside. Uh, we'll also be betting uh, betting up in Brisbane, actually pretty keen on that Eagle Farm meeting and a couple of races up there. So uh, looking forward to having a bet there as well as the big Group 1 meeting at Morfittville. So we're betting in both Adelaide and Brisbane and then we'll have all three days of the big Warrnambool Carnival covered next week, Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday. That'll be all covered either through the website or through the SMS service. So you can subscribe for just $6 a week. And if you subscribe on Friday, for those listening early, you're certainly going to get very good value for money over the next week. Uh, but the best value is to sign up for the whole year for $159.95. That works out to be about $3 a week. Uh, we're coming off a, a really good month in April. Uh, we've had a couple of really good results. So a uh, good time to jump on board and go to punningbaron.com.au and subscribe. That's the place to go. Now, your long-range tip for the Wangoon, what was it again, Ashford Street? Ashford Street, still there yeah. or what? Not sure he's going to get there. Let me just bring up the nominations here. He's been a bit disappointing. He's a bit disappointing at sale on uh, on Good Friday. No, the nominations don't look like they're out yet for the Wangoon, so uh, we'll have to wait and see. I think they come out tomorrow. Uh, look, if he does get there, he's going to go around pretty. Big. He's going to go around pretty big odds, I think. But he'll be down in the weights. He'll be up on speed. So if he does sneak into the field, I'd still be having something on him at the big price. But yeah, he probably after that big first up win at Hamilton, uh, the weight of expectation of him being declared a future <laughs> Wangoon winner seems to have weighed him down a little bit. Yeah, all right. Well, we'll keep an eye on. We'll see what happens there. But, yeah, three huge days coming up from one of one of the great carnivals. So if you subscribe to the Punting Baron, you'll get all of the selections for those three huge days of racing coming up. Well, you enjoy the bull. We'll get through this weekend first, but then enjoy all of the action from the bull. Um, you've already put in for your leave pass for next week, which is understandable, but we'll chat in... <laughs> We'll chat in a couple of weeks. So I hope it's a uh, I hope it's a safe and happy and successful time uh, between now and, and Waterbull and to get back in one piece. I appreciate it, mate. It's always a challenge, but we'll do our best. <laughs> uh, thanks for that. Good luck and good luck to the putters this weekend. You're listening to Racing Nation with James O'Shea. 